You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network. Teeth brushed, face washed. All I got to do is just go to bed. And folks, that's what Elisa thinks of starting Geekiest Show Ever, episode 265. She's all ready to be over with the show. So we may have a short show tonight, folks. We'll have to see how it goes. We can keep Elisa awake and connected because she's having internet issues. Yeah, it's just been a trying two weeks. I'll just leave it at that. Yes, yes, it has. And now I'm approaching. I, you know, I was thinking the other day we we got one of the bills for my recent issue, and it's been almost a month now. I've been dealing with this. It was on the fifteenth mm. of June when this started. Like, or no, actually, it was the tenth of June. So it's been all. It'll be a month tomorrow. Listen, right. This shit's getting ridiculous. So we'll see. But anyway, folks, we do have a show for you tonight. Most of us are awake. Some of us are conscious. Some of us are hydrated. Some of us aren't. You know, you know, you never know where it could go. It's all anything's possible at this point with us. But first, lest we forget, we must start with the world famous Mark Loved weather report. I'll I'll give you a kickoff here. It. It was warm here today. It was in around 80 degrees, so a little too warm for my liking. Um, it has cooled off the last couple of days and not been quite so bad. We did get a lot of rain earlier. I think it was Thursday. We had a ton, we had a couple down. I mean, we had a day of downpours. I shouldn't say a couple downpours. We had a couple of days of downpours or a day of uh, several downpours. God, I can't even talk tonight. Um, but then the rest of this week. Starting tomorrow, it's going to be near 90, and then we got 94, 90, 91. Oh, my God, I'm going to be schwitzing from the pitsons. So, looks good to me. Looks awful to me. So, How about you, Miss Paselli? It was about 80 today. Pretty, had pretty decent week last week. This week, we're looking at 84, Tuesday all through next week which is good because concert season has begun starting tomorrow night uh where are we going tomorrow night tomorrow night i'm going to see nickelback which i don't want to hear it i either you love him or you hate him i still don't know why i love him we're going tomorrow night what happens if you go to see nickelback do you get a dime back if you don't like it but i'm bump. oh lord um, I don't I know who they are. <laughs> I, I I like Nickelback. I know there's you know Nickelback hatred out there, but I you know most of their songs. There's some songs, yeah, just I'm not crazy about, but I I can live with them. But uh, um, oh my, the temperature changed while we were sitting here. It was at a, uh, a rather uh, serene 96 degrees. Now I see that it's at uh, 95.1 degrees here. Um, so it's it's I don't mind it too much because um, Wednesday we were I was helping the elementary custodian put some playground equipment together so we're out there um, sweating and you know putting stuff together I don't know maybe I overdid it just a tad because then Wednesday or yeah Wednesday night Thursday morning my stomach started aching and acting up we figure I must have just got too uh, dehydrated. Um, doing something. So I kind of took off uh, Thursday from work and then Friday I went back. So yeah, I should, even though, you know, I, 
temperatures dropped again. Now it's now 94.1. I hope, you know, the glacier hasn't just moved through or something. <laughs> Every time I look up, the stupid thing is dropping. But anyway. As long as it's not your pants, all is good. Yeah, that's that's cool. Um, but, uh, yeah, I got to watch myself to make sure that I don't end up doing something stupid. But, you know, I, I – I've learned. I grew up on a farm. Worked in the hot weather, putting you know hay bales in the hay mile, picking rocks, all sorts of kind. But I'm not Superman. I know, and you know, this getting older thing, especially now that I'm closer to sixty than I was fifty. So you know that I got to remind myself that hey, you're not a kid anymore. Take it uh, you know a little easy. So um, you know, word for the wiser, just don't. You don't have to age, just don't be stupid about it. I will say this. I stacked hay one time up in the barn, and one time only. They never <laughs> fooled me with that shit again. <laughs> That's a hot, dirty, nasty job. Yes, it is. And I I did it, but I hated it. Um, and, you know, and it, another lesson that taught me, too, is watch your temper, because I was a teenager and it was uh, probably about July sometime. We were putting hay in the barn. And it was a Sunday because my dad figured, you know, what's with the silly rest nonsense. Uh, so I was in a bad mood because, you know, make hay while the sun shines. Yeah, I get it. So we were putting bales in the barn. I lost my temper. and I took uh, I don't know anybody who's familiar, but a bale hook is something you hold in your hand. It's got a big hook that comes down and uh, you're supposed to jab it into the bale to help you pick it up and move it well i lost my temper i was going to slam it into the bale it went through the bale and hit my kneecap and boy did that hurt for uh so i got out of work that day too i don't think dad was too happy about but what are you gonna do with a teenager with a knee that's throbbing so another lesson try not to lose your temper as long as it was only the knee yes it was i think i still have yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Um yeah, and I think I still got a dimple on my knee from where I went through there. Yeah, it wasn't I didn't have to go to the doctor or anything, but boy did it hurt. But yeah. Well, it um, didn't slip anywhere higher, so you're right. Yeah. Knee knee well no, there's no jokes I'm not gonna go into about that. So the the for folks that don't know what a a, a hook the the type of thing that Mike's describing, the bail hook, think of Captain Hook about ten times larger. Is the best way to describe it with a handle on it. So it's yes. similar to what they used to use to do ice. You sometimes see loggers using something uh, similar when they're grabbing wood or logs to pull, except a little bit larger. So, yeah, no thanks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's over. That part of my life was like I said. Somebody said need I need some help stacking hay in the barn. I said, Oh sure, let me help. Oh, shit. <laughs> dumbass volunteer. Now I would go out and help pick it up. You know, put it on the wagon or something like that. I did that a couple times. That's okay. But putting it in the barn was just a shit job. I'm sorry. Or in the hayloft, I should say. So, okay, enough with this week in farming. We'll move on to our topics. And uh, the one thing that I had is something that will please Mark Greentree to no end. Uh, As we record this, it's the 9th of July. On Tuesday, the 11th of July, is Amazon Prime Day. Woo! Yeah. I jump up and cheer. Although I've never bought anything. It actually any- starts tomorrow night. That's true. I've yeah. never bought anything on Prime Day, I don't think. I don't think I have either. There's never been anything I wanted bad enough that it, of the Prime stuff. Right. Or, I, or I missed it. There may have been something I wanted. I think I missed it. 
So, uh, yeah, I've been partaking of a few. They've had a few specials going on leading up to it. I think there was one. Uh, I think it was if you streamed a video on Amazon Prime, you got ten dollars credited to your uh, Amazon account. Um, there was that one. Um, I think the one that you're leading into, Kevin, was uh, um, I upgraded my uh, Prime to the family plan because my wife and I are listening to music. And I got to although I got to check, see if that was the right thing to do. But I think you can only listen to on one device. So if she happens to be listening to something um, and I wanted to listen to something on Prime, I might end up kicking her off. But uh, like I say, I got to investigate that a little bit and see. Uh, for sure th that's a plan. But uh, the other plan that you had there was? Yes, uh, they have Amazon Prime Music if you're a new subscriber for 99 cents a month to stream everything from their Prime. That's good for four months. It's. I don't think it's 99 cents per month. Isn't it 99 cents period? Oh, I thought it said per month. I have I to go back. it was... 99 um, cents. In fact, I put a link in. Let me look at it because I'm so specialist Lisa. I might have made a mistake. So let me double check this. I'm shocking. It says four. Nope. It says four months for 99 cents. Okay. So seven ninety nine a month after that. It ends July 11th. Okay. So you, you have to start before then. Correct. Yeah. So I am shock and horror considering trying it for four months because even at what I thought it was, $0.99 cents a month, that's worth it. I can deal with $12 a year for streaming music. But $8 a month? Nah, not worth it. But I'm curious to hear your thoughts because I know, Mike, you have it. That's what you were just saying. Yep. yep. Um, it opens up the full catalog, correct? Yep. Because with Prime, you get... Was it a few hundred thousand songs? I can't remember the exact figure. And when you do the unlimited, it's like millions. It's uh, like I think Amazon's full or nearly full. I suppose whichever artist will you know accept the streaming deal. But uh, it's most of their streaming catalog. Um, um, I'm reading comments that's describing. But yeah, it's more. So you can listen to a lot of stuff on there, and I think new stuff and. Um, because I forget who I was trying to stream one day, and I couldn't with the Prime Music. But once I got the Unlimited, yeah, then you could hear all their songs. And um, I forget what I, I like. I, said, I forget what the difference is. I want to say it's hundreds of thousands versus millions. I could probably listen to that new group. What are they? The Beatles or something like that? That the new guys? Yeah, those long-haired boys from Liverpool. The Rolling Stones are they called? <laughs> the Stone Rollers? The I've Moving Rocks? Yet. Is it the Ed, Moving Rocks? Something like that, yeah. Uh, okay. at, at our age, it's more like the Kidney Stones. But um, <laughs> Oh, don't talk about that. And they also, yeah. have, they also have something like, um, you've probably seen on Twitter, if you follow Amazon on Twitter, it'll say, ask, you know, female assistant to play the song of the day. And today's song of the day is, you know, whatever it happens to be, you know, let it be by the Beatles. And I've tried it, and it says, we're sorry, you can only do this if you have Amazon Unlimited. Oh, They don't tell you that tweet, because I've tried it a few times. Sometimes they're showcasing a new artist. Sometimes it might be a special holiday, so they're playing a, an applicable song relating to that holiday. And I'll go and I'll say, play the song of the day, and it just says it won't be able to do it. 
So you have to have unlimited to do it. Okay. Well, that I wasn't aware of. I know I was aware of the song of the day, and I have tried it a couple times. Um, cause I forget when they first started it. The artist they had sort of intrigued me. I can't remember who it is right now. Um, but uh, yeah, Mozart? I, I haven't kept up with it. Uh, no, a little newer than that. Maybe Beethoven. Chopin. Um, I sure. I don't. I I know who they are, but I have no clue order of precedence and age. But anyway. So yeah, I you know it's interesting to me. It's you know for ninety nine cents, I'm good. And again, even for a buck a month, I would gladly pay that. But once you go above a dollar a month, streaming music is just too expensive to me. Sorry, and I know. Well, let the haters like hate I me. Said before, what I said before, I said before is the way I use it, especially with Apple Music, because I really don't do a whole lot with Amazon. It was with Apple Music I listened to albums. So when Nickelback released their new album, when Cheap Trick had their new album, when Styx put out their new album, um, I listened to them in full. Or if I go, hey, let me go back catalog of, you know, somebody else. You know, you're wearing a Kiss t-shirt right now. Let me do a back catalog of Kiss albums. Or if you say, you know, like, oh, Mike, when you had said that you liked um, Hailstorm, mm-hmm. I went in and I listened to Hailstorm. So that's how I use Apple Music. If I'm going to be streaming music just to listen, I do Sirius XM. Right. And what what I do, because, well, I've, I've dropped my Sirius XM account because it expired the 1st of July, and I wasn't getting that much out of it. But my what I do is I have the Unlimited, and then I also have Pandora, because even though a lot of these others like um, – Amazon and Google and a bunch of them have radio stations that you can thumbs up and thumbs down. I just haven't gotten them to kind of key into what I like the way Pandora has done. So I have that one. And then when I got my Google Home, I got um, free six months free of uh, Google Music, which included um, YouTube Red and YouTube Music. And now I'm kind of wondering that YouTube music is pretty good, too, because um, it'll take you when you watch videos on YouTube, it'll take that and kind of start to create a list for you of songs that you might like. And then there's an app that you can put on your phone and you can just turn the video off so you can listen to the music to that. And it's done a pretty good job of, you know, if you like these artists, you like might like these, too. And so I've come up with. Uh, I have discovered a few songs that way, maybe a few artists. And so, and for me, you know, I kind of like discovery. So Pandora is pretty good for that. And now YouTube music is pretty good for that. So, you know, right now I'm, yeah, looking at three subscriptions and I'm kind of deciding what I want because, you know, if I want to, with my, I say with all my devices around here, I guess I could on one or the other listen to albums because Google Music is good for that, and so is Amazon Music. But um, like I say, I don't think I'll give up Pandora, and I'm trying to decide, do I want Google Music with, the like I say, the, it's the YouTube stuff that's keeping me in there, or do I want the Amazon Music? Um, you know, that's where I'm at right now. I got three services, which is kind of overkill, but it fits into the way I do things. Yeah, I, I, use, I have a Pandora free account, but as I've said before, the only thing I use that for is at Christmas to listen to Christmas music. Mm-hmm. Um, that replaces the podcasts I'm listening to while I go to sleep. Um, I listen to Christmas music because I start that right around Thanksgiving and run it till middle of January. 
Uh, yeah, I know. Lisa shakes her head. Um, <laughs> Put a gun to my head. <laughs> so, but yeah, that's. I mean, I that I use that, and I've got that tuned after several years, pretty well. That's that's perfect for me, and it's the classic Christmas mm-hmm. stuff, like you know, Jingle Bell Rock, Silent Night, and that sort of thing. So, no big deal there. So, but you know, hey, I'm willing for ninety nine cents to give this a shot. I think I can afford you know, to cough up 99 cents and give it a shot, but we'll see. Well, Mike, though, can you listen on more than one device? Because on Apple Music, you can't. If you're uh, listening one? through your computer and then you've got your I- Amazon? I think so Amazon will limit If you. I'm listening from my computer and I open up, for some reason, I try to do the same thing on my phone, it will say, you're already signed in on your Mac. Do you want to sign out? Yeah, I think it does that on uh, Amazon, too. That's why I was – because they are, were offering a special, too, to go from uh, the regular Unlimited to the family plan. Uh, you get that oh, – what was the deal on that one? Um, $10 or – no, $5 a month off. You can either – was it $30 off if you sub, uh, subscribe for a year or you got – five dollars off a month for a six months for six months or something like that i forget how it was um i don't think i have that quite right but um so that's why i went with the family plan because then it's just my wife and i and that's why i gotta stop and figure that one out but um if we do because with all uh the echoes i have around the house here because i've added a couple more i mean i you know we got the shows but then i also bought a uh, another uh, dot. So I've got one in the garage, one in the basement, one in the office. I moved my tap into my bathroom there um, so that I can listen to music while I'm uh, taking a shower. And then we've got one upstairs in the living room, the kitchen, in the bedroom. Amazon, you know, <laughs> is owning me right now. But um, I just wanted home. stuff handy. Yeah, I, yeah, probably. But like I say, I just it's just, it's nice to be able to call out to say listen to music or turn this on and off or ask a question or whatever. Um, but yeah, that's why I'm looking at the family plan to so that we can each have, and then that way too she can start. Although we agree pretty much on music, it would be if she wants to fine tune a list of her own of some sort, or you know, she has this thing for train, and I, I it's okay, I like it, but. Um, like I say, I I don't want to have. I'm listening. No, I'm listening. I don't have to get into that, you know, argument there. So, well, now, uh, do I have to do anything? Ex- do I have to do anything special on my tap to listen to it? I mean, it'll just automatically recognize that and and make it sure. available to me. Yep. Yeah, because once you subscribe on the web, then it becomes available to all the stuff. Same way when you're enabling skills, you just go to the website, enable the skill, and all the devices will use it. Okay, you sold me. Okay. I see. I was just experimenting. That's why you might have heard some music. I was playing an album on iTunes on my computer and on my phone, the same album, and they both played. So they must have changed things. Because I know in the past it used to be they would boot me off of one. They'd say, you already signed in. You can't play this unless you sign out of the other. Maybe it was just something they didn't – maybe they just didn't like you at that point or something. That hurts my feelings. It, it's Amazon. I mean, it's Apple. They don't like any of us. So. <laughs> well, okay. 
I'm looking at this, and I, you know, th- there is some ways around this, not with the streaming part, but you can download music on another device and stream on another. Um, For Amazon, you mean? Yeah, Amazon, and uh, it looks and like, Apple. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and a lot of them. I mean, you know, even Google Play too. But yeah, I think with just the regular um, unlimited, uh, I think it's only one device. Well, well, we'll we'll see how it goes. Well, I'll sure. I'll let you know because I mean this is a major purchase. I, I'm going to have to forego a bottle of my designer water at some point just to pay for this ninety nine cents. Look at it like this: all those versions of how do you do out there. That's true, and I was listening to that today. As a matter of fact, now don't do what one of my friends did. He calls me up all frantic because. I have like 5,000 songs I downloaded from Apple Music during the trial. What happens if I don't renew it? I said, you lose all those. He thought it was almost like a Napster kind of thing where he got the free trial or 99 cents or whatever Apple charges now. I don't really remember. Downloaded all this music onto his phone and thought he got to keep it when the trial was over. I'm like, "Mm -mm, it's gone. You have to start paying for it. So he ended up paying $15 a month for a family plan. What is so Apple, Amazon is the same. What's Apple yeah, Music a month now? I forgot. It's $10, I believe, if it's just you, but 15 it's for a family. What I did is I went and bought the $99 annual card. Oof. So I just paid 99 Well, I figured for one year, let me give it a shot. But like I said, it's great for me to Uh really should listen to this or this group has a new amount because as you know i still like to own my music but i want to listen to it first so if i like it then i go on amazon and i buy it Ah. well you know the i mean i prefer to own the stuff too because i i was just having a discussion with i don't remember who it was in uh talking about movies and stuff like that about buying dvds i said well i like to buy them that way i know i have them and I think it might have been Melissa talking about it at one point, saying, you know, it's better off, especially with Disney, because Disney puts stuff mm. in the vault. And then, you know, right. if, and if you have a digital copy, it's disabled when it goes in the vault. It's like, well, screw you. I paid for this. You know. Yeah. Yeah, that's wrong. It's, that's you just, paid for it. That's just totally wrong. So, yeah, I will continue to buy DVDs and I will... You know, I think my CD purchases, I'm up to one every other year now. So, uh, you know, I'm rocking the world there. Right? Yeah, the, the record you know, industry. Calm should, down, dude. Just calm down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the record industry is just rolling in the moolah because of you now. So, yeah. And, oh, oh, and that doesn't. Well, no, maybe I'm probably up to one a year because I usually buy my wife one. So. <gasps> oh, oh, oh. It's a good thing I'm sitting down when you said that. That just. Yeah. That threw me. Yeah. You big spender, you. Hey, big spender. Now, I well, got Mar- now I'm picturing Mike as Marilyn Monroe. That's disturbing. <laughs> Wasn't that Shirley MacLaine? Uh, either way, I'm picturing Mike <laughs> dancing around in tights and high heels. And it's just very disturbing. It, it, that You thinking about that was very <laughs> disturbing. Uh Damn, get that out of my head. I'm going to have to melon ball my brain here. <laughs> there you go. Well, that's pay. You're doing your own payback for me and your stupid angel thing. Yeah, well, 
and then poor Melissa sitting there listening to us uh, here okay. and hearing us talk about this. And while I'm thinking about it, I want go ahead, Elisa. Oh, oh, you're breaking up on us again, Elisa. Okay. Okay. So. <laughs> As as we wait for Elisa to return to the living, um, what I was thinking about, I, I wanted to make mention of Melissa. You know, she abandoned us again this week. She just thinks that traveling is more important. But the uh, I did want to make mention as we record this, Max Stock is coming up next weekend. So if you haven't yet and still have the availability to to do it, I would suggest buying a ticket. And heading to Max Stock, um, I we don't have any. I don't have a discount coupon from Mike, but um, it's an excellent conference. And I was reminded of that because my friend Allison and her husband Steve they're headed to there, and I know many many people uh, that are coming. Uh, some people coming from out of the country and are headed towards Max Stock. So just a quick shout out to Max Stock and the gang there. Uh, Barry and Mike are doing an amazing thing. So if you can support it in any way, please do. So just while I was thinking about that, I had to get that out of my head real quick. So uh, anyway. So if well, you continue this way, Kevin, with all the music, yes, Melissa's going to get sick and she's not going to be able to present next week. Oh, well, okay. I'm going to, I'll, I tell you what, I'll start streaming my music to Melissa. How does that sound? Should that screw things up enough? That, that, that probably will. Okay. How much, how do you do? Can she handle I don't know. How do you know? <laughs> I don't know. How do you do? Um, how do you know how much you do do? Do do. That may be the operative phrase here. Do do. There we go. Because I'm full of it. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> moving on to things related to that. Michael has a homebrew, and we're not talking beer here, folks. We're talking homebrew that involves uh, the Amazon ecosphere or his new Amazon uh, show, I should say. You want to tell us a little bit about that? Well, yeah, because I'm sitting here, and so I've had the um, the Amazon show for about a week now, and I've been playing with it, and it's nice. It does certain things. But one thing, well, first of all, it's a little limited uh, it'll do YouTube videos and Amazon stuff. So it's a little limited on what it'll do on the video side, which is understandable. And I don't necessarily, that's not necessarily a bad thing. But the thing that does kind of drive me uh, a little nuts is um, the Amazon uh, assistant is, uh, I, I don't know what, I think it's using Bing or something. I'm not sure which service it's using. Um, but it doesn't always have, you know, good answers for you sometimes. And so I got a little frustrated. I thought, well, and I do have my Google Home over here, and I do like it. And, you know, Google is really good with uh, giving you answers and stuff. I just wish I had a video screen to it. So I decided this afternoon, I was just kind of horsing around. And so I decided to um, um, take my NVIDIA tablet. And I don't know, it was doing it. I don't know why it quit. But when it was asleep, you could say the magic Google words. And it would wake up and respond because at one time I was talking to my home and my phone and the tablet were all chiming in at the same time. Um, so and I was going to see, could I 
take that tablet and make it into like Google's version of the Amazon show. Well, I had kind of mixed results. Um, I think the screen still goes to sleep. So when it goes to sleep, it's not going to respond. So I tried put, turning on a screensaver. I got to see if that's going to work or not. But um, and then you could ask it to do certain things. So I asked it to play something for us. One of my stations for, from Pandora, it did that. Uh, it'll obviously play anything from Google Music. But then if you ask it to play something from Amazon Music, of course, that's not going to work. And you can't get Google Music on the show. So, you know, it's going to be a tit for tat deal there. Um, I, it'll do YouTube videos. You can ask it to play YouTube videos with a certain amount of success. But you still kind of have to reach over and touch the screen. And sometimes you do on the show, too. So I guess that's sort of a they both get points for that or taken away for that. Um, and then I just wanted to be able to, you know, be able to give it vocal, um, uh, questions and have it give me visual responses, you know, show me recipes for, you know, like say chicken enchiladas or something like that. Um, and I just tried that before we got started here. I looked at the show and said, you know, show me, uh, recipes for chicken enchiladas and I don't know how to do that. And then, I did the same thing with the um, Google over there, and it's got a list of them there. You can scroll through and look through. And the show is supposed to have the all recipe um, skill on there, and I haven't quite figured out the magic to using that one yet. But um, so that, like I said, I was just trying to experiment a little bit there and see what I could come up with. And then as I was, and I knew out there, out there somewhere, there was somebody, and I went and looked it up, has figured out how to enable a Ask Google skill on the Alexa, and I put uh, links here in our show notes. Um, so there's a YouTube video explaining it, and then there's a uh, page that shows the details. And it's, uh, what is it, about 30 steps long. Here we go. Mm. Uh, Lord, that's a lot just to get that yeah. to work. Yeah, it is. And so what you have to do is you have to set up, first you have to start out with a, uh Amazon Web Service account. You have to set one up. You get the free account, but they're still going to want you to provide a credit card number, but you won't be charged for it. So then you have to do that, and you have to go through and enable a few things there and kind of construct a is kind of a workflow-type deal. Uh, and it goes through a list step-by-step what you have to do there, and you get that part set up, and then there's a uh, basically a code you got to cut uh, uh out of there and then you go over to amazon developer services and you set up stuff over there uh so that the uh web services part can talk to the developer service part and you kind of have to set up keywords it doesn't look horribly and then there's some code you got to download and cut and paste and a few things you have to uh paste in again nothing too terribly difficult but there is, uh, yeah, 31 steps to it to do it. And there, the video walks you through because the article is pretty good and it explains a lot of stuff. But the uh, video does show a few things and explain a few things. Um, um, wouldn't <laughs> it just be easier? To, wouldn't it just be easier to buy a Google Home? Yeah, it would. <laughs> it would. And just just have them side by side. I know, and that's and that's what I do. But like I say, I just kind of I. Would kind of like the best of both worlds. That's why I was trying to experiment with my tablet over there and see if I could come up with, like I say, Google's version of the show. And and maybe they're going to come out with it at some point. But um, like I say, I was just experimenting with it. And 
um, you, you know, we're nerds. This is the kind of crap we do. So. It, it's it's the things that geeks have to do. Mm-hmm. You know, we have to do this stuff. It's like me trying to uh, break my Kindle tablet, you know, my Fire tablet by by hacking to get the Google Play Store on there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've done it two or three times and unsuccessfully, but each time I've gotten a little further. And I have a feeling the next time I will meet with success because I'm going to do it with Windows, frankly, because the Mac steps are kind of convoluted and the Windows steps are just a little bit easier. So, but yeah, it's it's the kind of thing you have to do. But are, so are you going to try it or not, Mike? Uh, I don't know. Um, like I say, it doesn't look too tough. I might try it and see what happens there. Um, and I was also trying to experiment, and I only did it a. a couple minutes i put a chrome i've got a chromecast around here so i tried hooking that up and seeing if the uh, um home could send stuff to the chromecast so like say if you want to to see what the weather is or see what weather radar would be something like that would be kind of nice um so i experimented with that but i i might try it there i if it doesn't work i'm not out anything and it like say it doesn't look too bad i would like now you just have to phrase it you know uh, say, you know, the Amazon assistant name, ask Google to, so you have to throw an extra line in there. It's just not as easy as just asking it to do something. But, um, yeah, I think I might just because I would like better search results. And it would be interesting to see what it brings up on the show over there. Is it going to bring up visual results? Or I doubt it, but see how the show handles it. Um, but it would be nice to have some visual stuff so that you could kind of sit there and scroll through. Cause you, this, the show is touch screen. You can sit there and scroll through it a little bit. So it would be nice to, um, uh, bring up results and look for something. Um, have, and have you played with the hidden menus on the show yet? Uh, I don't think so. Which ones I've looked at a bunch of stuff. You swipe down from the top of the screen, and it's supposed to bring up some menus. Okay. Yeah, you got home settings, do not disturb, and your brightness. Um, and I wonder what's in settings. Uh, Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, home screen, display. I have put a custom picture on my home screen of that fireworks. After the show, Kevin and I was talking, I had a fireworks picture. It looked like a flower, so I sent it to Kevin. That's my background I got over there. Uh, do not disturb device options, access things to try. Yeah, there's a bunch of stuff on there. I kind of looked at some of them. So yeah, because I was reading uh, Jason Snell's article over on, I think it was him over on sixcolors.com, and he was talking about experimenting with the show and you know his impressions, which were they were negative. They were neither negative nor positive. Um, so um, you know, it's one of those things where Amazon can go a long ways to improving it at just mm-hmm. as they did with Alexa and oh sorry folks just as they did with Shlomo from uh, uh, from Amazon to get it to work better but yeah I, I I don't know I I think it would be nice but again I have my paranoid portion of sure having something listening all the time so right and as far as the visual thing goes I don't know how much it searches but my uh, Nvidia shield TV it has a microphone and you can speak into it and you can tell it it's more for the video side but you know let's say you want to watch um american pickers well it's available here here and here it does most of the services i don't know well, well um 
since it's an Android device, it has Amazon on there, but I don't know if it searches Amazon because that was something that NVIDIA put on there above what Android TV does. But it's that's getting closer because especially now with all the different uh, video providers, Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, all them, to try and find where something's at, I, I, I guess that's one of the reasons why I'm looking at all these different assistants, this kind of thing is just to be able to find – you know the show that you want to watch without is it on this show, this service or that service or the other service or like I say or you just want that one song and both of them will do that fine right now I guess but you know you want to listen to a song the other day I was sitting here I just had this hankering to listen to some Kansas so I was just looking at different um, listening to different Kansas songs the nice thing about the show the lyrics are there and apparently I've been singing if some of these songs wrong so i must change that <laughs> oh dear maybe yes. we need a karaoke version of the show where mike sings kansas greatest hits what do you that think elisa off the rest of our listeners you and elisa could sing a duet right you don't want that <laughs> you and don't I'll, want that believe me you don't and i'll do the chair dance to go with it how's that oh, oh wow I think we just brewed up a recipe for Armageddon. <laughs> it's it's very possible, very very possible. So, but uh, anyway, but no, I you know, I I like hearing about these things, Mike. I think they're interesting. Mm-hmm. And usually, the way these things go is you say it's thirty one steps. You know, right. another six months, be down to twenty, and then you know it'll keep condensing down until it gets to be like five things to do and then sure and then there'll be a well, switch on the settings to do it well, yeah well and the thing was uh, listening to the guy on the video this is the simplified version because at one point you had to uh port forward on your router uh there was a couple other things you had to do so this is the more simplified <laughs> from what it was before so well that's always good simplified makes it easier for us older folks to do these sort of mm-hmm. things yeah, not that we can't. We're just tired of doing them. Yeah, you. Re- well, that's like somebody said something to me one time. Said, "Well, you used to build computers all the time," and I, I said, "Oh yeah, I used to." And I think I've said this on the show before. Yeah, I did that, but you know, it reached a point in time where I got tired of busting my damn knuckles inside a case and and all that crap, and it was much easier just to cuss out the software and the operating system sitting in front of a keyboard and a screen. So, yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's where it got to with that, but. You never know. You never know. So, But anyway, uh, we had one other topic here, and I just... Com- oh, I know the other thing I wanted to I wanted to ask you about was uh, where do you stand with your Switch? I know you and I had a talk about it last week, and you were considering buying one or two more games. Did you? Not yet. I'm trying to play the ones that I've got. Um, I sat down the other day and uh, spent some time with Zelda and got more into that one. I've got the Minecraft on there. And like I said, when we talked, my son had been playing um, Mario Kart, and uh, uh, I think I raced a couple times in there. Um, I just need to play the ones that I have before I get too carried away. But that arms game kind of holds my interest. Yeah. I'm trying to think if there was another one I saw that kind of intrigues me. Um, well, and the, and the reason I asked because I was watching a video today from a guy I subscribed to online, um, YouTube channels, RGT, Rick G, Go Tom, whatever, I can't think of the 
Alpha Tango Lima stuff, RGT85, and he was talking about some of the 15 new games that are coming out for the Switch, you know, and that were exciting. And he was talking uh, partially about, and I think I might want to play it, my son's played it on the Wii U, is Splatoon. That looks really good. I've seen that one, yeah. Uh, that looks uh, interesting, uh, and I think Splat- Splatoon 2 is coming out. Yeah, Splatoon 2. I'm sorry, that's what I meant for the Switch. Yeah, yep. Um, so that that looks intriguing. And then supposedly one of the games that they announced when they first introduced it was um, Skyrim. Uh, and I have played it on the PC. Uh, I got so far into it. And I don't know, I didn't go too far. But if it was on the Switch, maybe I would uh, sit down and play it a little bit more, especially if it's something I can just sit down anywhere and play it. Um, And I'm kind of hoping, too, because I think I mentioned it on the show that the NVIDIA Shield uh, tablet, they've quit production on it because they're producing the screens or the basically the guts for the switch, and so I do kind of like my portable gaming. I kind of hope if it's more or less the same hardware, maybe some of those games that was on the Shield will come over to the Switch. If they brought Borderlands over, that would be really sweet, and a bunch of those other ones. We'll just have to see what Nintendo wants to do and what they want to license and what they think they can make money off of. But yeah, it's it's all what the market will yield is what it comes down to. So. It'll be interesting. I haven't had a chance to pick up the Switch since we talked last week. I had full intention of it, but mm. when I would think of it, it was otherwise occupied, so I, uh, the hell with it, just kept playing stuff on my iPad or on my iPhone. So, you know, it is what it is. So, anyway, I think with that, folks, we'll move on to our picks for this week. And I think we'll start with Elisa because she has a very interesting pick. It's timely. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. And I'll be totally honest. I wasn't sure if I was going to be recording tonight because of the crap storm that was these last two weeks, which I'm not going to go into. So I said, ah, I know what to pick. When I picked it, it was $299. And I'm not talking about Kevin's nose. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> it was $299 when I picked it because the what was the price range 150 to 350. 350 yep so it was 2.99 when i chose it it's now 417 on amazon prime but i picked the switch what a switch what a switch and i'm not a gamer but like i said i wasn't really sure if i, I was going to be coming on or not so i just said oh, that fits in the price range boom not a gamer don't play at all but if i was going to and i had the play money as melissa puts it and i had the t- time to really learn how to play these games it might be the switch does I, it come with any games is it or is no. it just the unit no. itself 299 is just the unit um and the reason the price went up on you is probably because it's a third-party seller and they're just trying to make money off of it um because 299 is the suggested retail and no, the game and the games generally run. The physical games are what fifty nine, aren't they, Mike? Yeah, fifty eight, somewhere in there. The, I see arms on because I'm scrolling down Amazon. Arms is fifty four. Um, yeah, I think most of your cards are going to be in that fifty dollar range. You can download ones. Uh, Minecraft was thirty dollars, I think. Um, twenty nine dollars, something like that. Um, so the games are going to vary because they have their online store where you can buy stuff. Um, 
so yeah, and that's kind of standard for console games is in the fifty to sixty dollar range. Yeah. It is even, for for any you know even Xbox mm-hmm. PS4, it, it it doesn't matter. They're they're all about that uh, that price. So, but I think actually at least I think you'd enjoy it. Because it, it'd be kind of a sit-back experience, maybe while you're out at the pool or something like that, you could... Well, you, I don't know about it outside. I've tried playing it outside. I was trying to play um, Zelda, and I was in kind of a dark place, and it the reflection was a little hard to oh. see. So I, I don't know about outside, but certainly reclining. And this was in the shade, Um it wasn't in direct sun, so um, you know maybe for maybe I should try it with something like Mario Kart, where it's more lightly, you know, something that's brighter. Maybe that wouldn't have been so bad. But like I say, I was trying to in Zelda I was in a cave or something like that, so it was kind of a dim, dimly lit scene. And I just I paused the game, and went back in the house and played it because it was uh, I didn't want to screw something up and die at that point. So, um, but other games that are brighter, maybe that wouldn't be such an issue. Well, I say we, we start. We had all the gaming consoles. You had them all. The kids were little. We had them all. Oh, we had the we had the Nintendo, the N sixty four, the the Sega, the Sega PlayStation. Like one, yeah, like one, two, three, four. We had the Wii. We we the Game Boys. I tried. What was the name of that the the game with the guitar? Was it Rock Rock Guitar Rock, Hero? Star, Rock Hero Guitar Hero. Oh. My youngest, he was a whiz at that. And then he would have he tried to have show how me how to do it. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> okay, mom, you can leave. <laughs> okay, I'm just I'm not good at video games. I I'm not as good as I once was, but I'm as good once as I ever was. But um, um, I'm okay. Um, like I, said, I just trying to make make sure I don't go up any against any ten year olds to prove me wrong. So. Yeah, I, the last person that kicked my ass was a 37-year-old Australian guy, so. Ah, uh, don't let it go to your head. It didn't bother me that much. <laughs> okay. Well, if he's listening, don't let it go to your head. Well, I think he enjoyed it for the fact that his son had been kicking his ass on a regular basis. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And, and then they started playing against my son, and um, it just didn't go well for them. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway. No, I... I, you know, you get some extra cash. It's fun money, Elisa. Buy yourself one. That's the way we say it around here. So okay. with that, we'll go on. Mike has a, an interesting pick here. I'm not sure what to think of this. Yeah, I was uh, looking around and I came across this and, you know, it's fun money. And yeah, I don't really need this, but still it it intrigues me. Um, it's a Bluetooth how do they describe it? a Bluetooth hub? So, you know, the problem with uh, Bluetooth, and this is kind of um, going uh, to the uh, Echo stuff. The With Google, you can play the same uh, song in different rooms if you have Chromecast and set it up. There's no real way to do that with the, uh, the Echo. You can't tell, you know, all the devices to play the same song. It doesn't work. Well, with this, with this hub, you can pair up to three Bluetooth speakers to it, and then you can have 22 uh, Bluetooth devices that can connect to it. So what you could do is have your 
echo will connect to this and then this would connect to your speakers so then you could achieve that kind of sonos like uh ability to play uh songs throughout the house now you're limited to three speakers so that's what it can hook up to but i just thought that was kind of intriguing and then you know the other thing is too if you have a bluetooth speaker and you want to uh play music from a different device you have to unpair it and pair the other one which gets to be kind of a royal pain. This one here, you can have up to 22, you know, Bluetooth devices, phone, tablets, um, Echoes. Um, I think the Google Home now has Bluetooth enabled on it. So you can have all these things connected. So whatever you want to play, or if somebody comes over with their Bluetooth device and wanted to play some music, you can connect that. And it just seemed like that was a, it's kind of an interesting thing. It is $185, um, but like say if you're if you're deep into the Amazon ecosphere and you want to have multi-room music this is one way to do it I don't know there may be other ways out there too I just kind of wish that and I I think it's supposed to be coming to the echoes where you know you're supposed to be able to do it but they haven't enabled it yet um we got to see how that goes, but it just, it, you know, and there's just the fact that it's basically a Bluetooth router and it says here to, um, I think it can, did it say it can blast a Bluetooth signal out? Did it say a thousand feet? Wow. Extend, extend range up to a thousand feet, allowing you to move freely around your house or office. Yeah. So th that's, that's quite a way. It is because Bluetooth, you know, 30 feet, if you can get 30 feet, although sometimes I'm downstairs and I leave my phone down here, I go upstairs and my watch uh, will still connect. Um, but, you know, to up the range like that. So you could, you know, unless you have a really large house, you could have these Bluetooth speakers around and still be able to pull this off. Hmm. That's interesting. I think that's something Elisa should buy and try out because she always likes to. She likes messing with Bluetooth and having music oh. in more than one place. And she can compare it against her Sonos. Because, say, the way I play my Sonos, it is so loud. You can hear it throughout the entire house. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want me to talk louder, Elisa? Oh, um, I well, can hear it outside. <laughs> okay. Well, in this way, you could have you know a speaker by your pool, a speaker in your kitchen, a speaker you know in your living room, your bathroom, whatever turns you on. Uh, all playing the same stuff, so you wouldn't have to have it so loud. Um, and you just go from room to room, and you could hear you know all the lovely music that uh, all you know thirty billion songs or whatever it is you have on you know the entire Apple Music library or whatever you own. Um, you could have it all streaming to multiple speakers. Yeah. No. Very interesting pick, Michael. Very interesting. Well, it seems we're all somewhere in the neighborhood of these sorts of things, because this week I picked an AV receiver. And people go, what? Why would you want an AV receiver? All right, well, I'm a kind of selfish, and it's really for a single purpose. I right now have all the HDMI ports on my TV upstairs used. I have a splitter that lets me put multiple HDMIs into one HDMI on the TV. But as we expand gaming consoles, because I've got four gaming consoles, a VCR-DVD combo, and a Blu-ray player all hooked up to my TV at present, and I can foresee a few other things coming in and hooking up to it because the PS4 is becoming a little tempting to go along with that, and I'm also considering an N64, you know, so it, it, the, the shit multiplies, folks, is all I'll say. 
So I picked the Denon AV receiver because it has a shit ton of AV port or HDMI ports on the back of it. Not as many as some, but it was reasonably priced. Um, just so I could get some extra ports, and then maybe at some point consider actually uh, putting in a better sound system to my television. Although I'm not sure why I'd want better sound on my TV because it sounds perfectly fine to me as it is. I'm just not a not a big sound person. I mean, my I'm tone deaf in one ear and can't see out the other one, so it's just yeah, it doesn't make Elisa's eyes just popped out of her head. No, I've just this has a great feature for you. You can listen to music through it. What's that? <laughs> Um, tonal changes that produce soothing and uh, uh, per, uh, personal effects or something, you know, the sounds, uh, yeah. you know. Well, this uh, is a 7.2 uh, channel. It's full 4K Ultra HD AV receiver, built-in Wi-Fi, and Bluetooth. So, I mean, this thing does it all. And it's reasonably priced for some of the ones I've looked at. It's three twenty nine ninety nine. so... That's not too bad as far as I'm concerned. Because I just, I heard people talking about AV receivers and I just didn't see the point to them. Uh, you know, I hear a lot of people talking about all this. And I know people that have now bought, you know, they have their sound systems, they have their rear channels, their middle channels. I know one guy that has two uh, subwoofers hooked up to his system. And I'm going, I, yeah, I don't understand the need for all this. It's just, I just want to hear the music if I'm going to listen to it or hear the sounds of the movie. You know, if somebody's sneaking up behind me in a, a good, you know, scare movie, well, that's okay, too. I can deal with that. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. This might be something, this could be another add to the Christmas list type of thing that, uh, you know, my wife's always looking for something interesting to get me so I could recommend something like this and then just argue over setting it up and, you know, all the good fun stuff that you have when you <laughs> get new new gear like this. So we'll, uh, that's our picks for this week. We'll take a, a virtual round the room here, and we'll start with our most distant host, uh, Michael. Where are you? Where can people find out more about you or your meanderings? Uh, well, I was previously on Mars, but now that I'm here, so, um, no, anyway, um, you can find me on Twitter at DSC Chipman, and I have an about.me page at about.me slash Mike McPeak. That's M-C-P-E-E-K. Yes, and don't forget to listen to Mike also over on Sci-Fi Tech Talk, a wonderful little uh, show that he does with uh, Julie Keel and um, and Jeff. In uh, the name, Sire. Of, Sire. Thank you. Sire. Went, yeah. <laughs> right out of my head, and I apologize to Jeff in advance. <laughs> so, but anyway, so Elisa, where can folks find out more about you? Twitter, it'd be at Sensei Die and Three Geeky Ladies is the podcast I do with Vicki Stokes and Suze Gilbert. Yes, uh, and go have a listen to these three lovely ladies discuss things. And oftentimes I will hear them and start shouting and almost have accidents on the way home. So <laughs> this could, you know, if I ever die in an unexplained automobile accident, just blame Three Geeky Ladies. Yeah. That yes, it's either them or Elaine Giles. It's either yeah. them or Elaine Giles on the. Uh, on MacBytes. One of the two are going to kill me, I'm sure. But anyway, folks, you can find more of my ramblings and mutterings over on Twitter at twitter.com forward slash B-I-G underscore I-N underscore V-A. And I will try to slow down with the cat kitten pictures, folks. Um, sorry, but the little kitten just seems to love me. Um, hence my most recent post. But uh, that's just the way it goes. 
If you want to find out other things I may have done or crimes I may be linked to, please go over to about.me forward slash Kevin Alder, and you can find links to me there. And lest I forget, too, I want to give a quick shout-out to Peter Bird. Uh, he gave me some feedback on the iPad discussion we had a few weeks ago. I am going to roll that into a show as soon as we get a chance to do that. And also, Peter, sorry I accidentally dialed you on Skype tonight. Didn't mean to just before we started the show. So don't feel offended. It was just an accident. You were too close to Mike there for me when I hit the dial button. So anyway, folks, if you want to find out more about the show, you can go over to geekiestshowever.com. If you want to leave us a review or comment on iTunes, that's always welcome. We do appreciate all those that have done that. And folks... We certainly hope you've enjoyed the show as much as we've enjoyed bringing it to you. I'll be a bit shorter show, but three of us are old and we're tired, so it's just not working real well tonight. We don't have the Melissa here to, to, to drive us forward. So, uh, Melissa, you're needed. Please come back soon. So, folks, between now and next week, if you do nothing else, don't forget to hug a geek. I'm Bart Pushots, host of the Let's Talk Apple podcast. Every month I gather together a panel of Apple followers and we digest the month's Apple news. Our aim is to step back and take a 40,000 foot view of all things Apple. We're the perfect complement to the many great daily news shows out there. Listen and subscribe at www.lets-talk.ie.